It is time to call this the June meeting of the Williamson County Board of Commissioners to order. We'll start with the invocation by Commissioner Brian Bethard and the pledge by Commissioner Matt Williams. May we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day and for all your many blessings. Thank you for this time we have to come together as a commission. We ask your guidance as we make the decisions that affect the residents of Williamson County. We ask you to protect those who protect us, the men and women in uniform, both abroad and here at home, our first responders, as well as those here tonight that are among the sheriff's deputies and the sheriff. Thank you for them. Thank you for what they do. We ask all these things in your holy name. Amen. You'll please join me in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty and justice for all. This time it's time for roll call. If you haven't, please sign in and press your present button. Several that still hadn't got signed in, and so. Betsy's have Betsy's having issues. It's not showing me. There, it's now. It's showing me. Call the roll, please. Twenty present. Four absent. Commissioner Aiello, Commissioner Allsbrooks, Commissioner Hudson, Commissioner Dwight Jones absent. Thank you. I've heard from Commissioner Aiello and Commissioner Jones uh, out, out sick. Uh, so twenty present. Uh, next, we have approval of the minutes. These were emailed to you. We have a motion by Commissioner Brian Bethard, the second by Commissioner Megan Guthy. Are there any, any questions, additions, or corrections? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. Vote yes for, your, for the minutes. Would you like to voice vote on the minutes? There you go. You got it. All right. Uh, record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. All right. The minutes are approved. Next, we have citizens' communication. 
when you come to the podium, please state your name for the record. Uh, we have a three-minute time limit per person. And first up is uh, Pat Ryan. Drone Tree Drive. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to speak about a subject that's very important to me, and the topic is pickleball, specifically access to pickleball in Brentwood. At present, we have four, that is right, four courts for our entire community that are designated specifically for pickleball. We also have four indoor courts that are available on a schedule that rotates with basketball, and thus we are not, are not truly designated pickleball courts. With the onset of COVID, people began to isolate and work situations moved from office settings to remote home settings. Further, the retired community faced isolation for fear of contracting the virus. While physical and mental health waned, pickleball exploded as provi it provided an outdoor safe opportunity for camaraderie for people from every age group. Those who were afraid to gather indoors gladly joined pickleball games and made relationships and increased their strength, agility, and mental fortitude. With the onset of this boom, Brentwood sadly lags behind in taking care of its population. While tennis courts at Granny White and Grassland Park can sometimes sit empty consistently, per Evan Smith, the person in charge of tennis and pickleball courts for the county, Varying factions like Brentwood Baptist Church has taken it upon themselves to paint courts in their parking lots. Likewise, Holy Family uses its gym as a total and has a totally full schedule for people clamoring to play. All the while, our city and our taxes could easily solve this problem. We could convert each tennis court into two pickleball courts or even put lines on the tennis courts to allow for both sports to be played. Finally, the concept of open free play is something that is not even an option in Brentwood. While there are areas for football, soccer, baseball, running, tennis, and biking all at no fee to use, pickleball is the sole sport that mandates pay to play in fees varying from two to $10, depending on if you need a reservation or not, and you better get a reservation or you are out at certain times of day. Gordon Hampton states that there are 35 pickleball courts both inside and out in our county, yet I know that the indoor courts are not truly an option since the gyms are multi-purpose areas. Let's work to improve access, build health, and promote community rather than making excuses. As a city, we have so very much in talent, space, and assets to make it better for all pickleballers, and I ask for your concerted effort in reaching this goal. Thank you. Thank you. Next, we have Patty Schultz. Hi, I'm Patty Schultz, and I live at uh, 709 Roan Tree in Brentwood, Tennessee. And I want to address a nice email that Gordon Hampton sent to Pat in regard to more pickleball courts. Uh, Gordon has it right when he says pickleball is a fast-growing sport. It's not just fast. It's the fastest-growing sport in America, according to NBC News. And he's right when he says it appeals to all ages. I'm 73 and play at least four times a week, and often with uh, my six-year-old neighbor, as well as a number of these women who are here today, a number of men, but it's, it's really good for everyone. 
And on weekends, you'll often see three generations of a family out there on the court playing together. It's very friendly, and I could probably add this now, if anybody wants to come join us tomorrow morning at seven o'clock, we'll be out there. And we're very welcoming to everybody, but okay. So this brings us to the issue of concern, which is not enough courts. We're really grateful for the four courts that you did put in in Brentwood, but we definitely could use more. It's especially hard on weekends when the courts in Brentwood are only opened when the facility is open. So that means Saturday only open from eight to five and Sunday one to five. So I had two solutions that I'm gonna propose. One is to get an outdoor door onto the outdoor pickleball courts so that it could be used when the indoor facility is closed. And that's the same model that you have at the Franklin Academy courts. And um, if you wanted to charge reservations, you could make money by doing that because there's a lot of hours people would be there. There's lights already there, so people would be playing in the cooler evening as well as early in the day on the weekends. And my second suggestion is more courts. Uh, Gordon was concerned that there isn't more land in Brentwood, but if you look at where the courts are, right next to it is an empty parking lot. And I would ask that you explore that as being a place to put another four pickleball courts. Um, I want to thank you for all you do, and please consider the interests and concerns of your taxpayers who want to stay healthy and active with this fun sport of pickleball. And seriously, get in touch with us if you do want to play. Thank you. Thank you. Next is Judy Salar. Hope that's right. Hi, um, I'm Judy Solon. I'm at 105 Solon. Falls Church Court in Franklin, District 9. And also here to talk about pickleball, which um, I've come to love playing all the time, thanks to my friends back here. Um, living in Franklin, I'm um, trying to get more people to meet me at the Franklin Academy Park outdoor courts. And I find that they are very full and we do need to make reservations in advance. And just, just for kicks before coming tonight, I looked at the reservation system um, for today through Sunday, and um, there were $1,090 worth of reservations just this week at the Franklin Outdoor Courts. So you can see that's very popular, especially in uh, this heat, people wanting to play in the morning and evening. But that makes it hard because we have more people who want to play than can get on a court in Franklin. Just same, similar to Brentwood, it's a problem. So, um, you know, I would just suggest taking a look at that, the utilization of the courts and the tennis courts in the county and keep that in mind. I'm not sure where that money goes from the reservations, but that might be something to look into. Um, perhaps it could, some of it could go towards building more courts or painting lines on tennis courts to make them uh, for two sports. So um, I would say if you build it, the pickleball players will come out, guarantee it. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And next we have Mike Ryan. Uh, I too wish to speak about pickleball. I'm not a fan of pickleball. I don't play it except when my wife makes me. <laughs> but I, I do want to speak about injustice. I prefer tennis personally, I never have a problem getting on a tennis court. Uh, and that's because there's 21 free public tennis courts within five miles of my house. It's not a problem. 
but I know it's hard just to get a reservation. If you're willing to pay $10, get up early, get the reservation, you can get a pickleball court at certain times. But as the other speakers have said, it's difficult. And pickleball is the only sport I know. I bike, I sometimes play basketball, I sometimes play soccer, I play tennis. All of these things are good for us and free. And the only sport that is unavailable to play free at any time you want outside is pickleball. That strikes me as wrong, and it's easily fixable by I, Patty's idea of putting a door on the gate to make it accessible, great. In Florida, where we have a different house, people have painted lines on the um, tennis courts. You can actually fit four pickleball courts on one tennis court if you, you know, go outside the lines a little bit, and the cost is next to nothing. So I hope you'll consider uh, doing something with pickleball. Thanks. All right, that concludes our citizens' communication. Uh, now, our communications and messages. We have, uh, would like to thank, again, the Sheriff's Office for providing us security tonight. Appreciate you being here. And I'd also like to ask, if you haven't silenced your cell phone, please silence your cell phone at this time before our meeting goes further. Uh, we also have two late-filed resolutions on our agenda. Uh, Resolution 6-22-37 and Resolution 6-22-38. They are at the end of our agenda in uh, appropriations. They were in your packet. Are there any objections to hearing those tonight? Seeing none, they will be on the agenda. Uh, I'm going to make this announcement twice. I'm going to do it tonight and then again at the end. Uh, remember the change in our schedule this month. We will have two commission meetings this month. We will not have a day meeting in July. We will have a regular night meeting in July. But on the 27th at 7 p.m., we will have a meeting here. It will be the budget. We will just have four resolutions that night. At 5 o'clock, we will have a dinner and we'll have our annual picture, and that will be at Academy Park in the gym. Uh, we have a public hearing on the uh, budget tomorrow at 5.30 in this room. And, of course, regular budget committee meeting will be held uh, the following Monday before the commission meeting. So next Monday will be the budget. The following Monday on the 27th will be a, a commission meeting here at 7 o'clock. And then on the July 11th, we will have another 7 o'clock meeting instead of a day meeting. So any question, the, the mayor's office or give me a call, we can go over it. Uh, that's all the communications messages. Whoops. Ah, this was on your desk. Uh, they are going to be sending an electronic copy of the budget. If you would like to have a hard copy, a printed copy, please sign this and hand it back in to Diane or to Amy down there, and uh, they will be sure you get one. So... Next, we have reports of county officers. Uh, Mayor Anderson is off at a hospital. Proclamation. Oh, proclamation. I skipped it. Excuse me. Uh, we do have a proclamation, and Miss Diane's going to take care of that. So.
also on your desk this evening, each one of you should have received a purple uh, ribbon that is uh, signifies that you are wearing that in support of Alzheimer's Month. So I'm going to read this proclamation in the absence of Mayor Anderson. Whereas Alzheimer's disease is a progressive degenerative disease of the brain causing memory loss and cognitive decline that seriously affects a person's ability to carry out daily activities, and whereas more than 120,000 Tennesseans are living with Alzheimer's disease according to Alzheimer's Tennessee, and whereas during the pandemic families living with Alzheimer's have experienced increased burdens due to isolation and fear. And whereas caregivers indicate that their loved ones with diagnosis are deteriorating more quickly as a result of shutdowns and separation. And whereas according to the National Institute on Aging, Alzheimer's is currently ranked as the sixth leading cause of death in the United States, but recent estimates indicate that the disorder may rank third as a cause of death for older people. And whereas according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, approximately 5 million people in the United States are living with Alzheimer's. And whereas Alzheimer's is the most expensive disease in America, costing nearly $260 billion annually, with 68% of that being paid by state and federal programs such as TenCare, according to the U.S. Against Alzheimer's, and those costs could reach half a trillion dollars by 2040. And whereas President Reagan's proclamation of Alzheimer's Disease Month is in November each year, now therefore be it resolved that Mayor Anderson, as Mayor of Williamson County, hereby proclaims Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month in Williamson County and encourage all citizens to recognize individuals, families, friends, and caregivers dealing with the effects of Alzheimer's disease, the researchers seeking treatments and a cure, and the education and support services provided by Alzheimer's Tennessee. On behalf of Mayor Anderson, I want to thank you ladies for all you do in our community to bring awareness and a cure for Alzheimer's. Thank you. I just want to quickly thank um, Mayor Anderson and Diane and the County Commission for giving us a couple of minutes. It is the third leading cause of death in this county. Laura and I have both been um, dramatically affected personally by this disease. And with June being Alzheimer's Awareness Month nationally, we just are very appreciative that Mayor Anderson would declare June as Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month in this county. I'm going to just agree with everything she said, and I want to thank you all for your support. This is our fourth year. We might have missed a year with COVID, but um, for four years, um, you all have supported us in the Alzheimer's Association, so we appreciate and thank you for your support. Thank you. Go purple. <laughs> Next, we have a report from county offices. The mayor is at a hospital conference, uh, will not be here. So Nina, take it away. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, in your packets this evening, uh, 
we have several reports to review. The April budget report is in your packet. Um, just wanted to point out to you in the top section under revenues, uh, you'll see in some of the funds, um, the remaining budget does have parentheses on some of those. That is a good thing. Uh, we've received uh, funds in excess of budget at this point in time in the revenue section. In the appropriation section, there are two funds um, that have a deficit budget and those were corrected either in the May meeting or will be in the June meeting. So um, this report is a little behind. The education impact fee, um, total collected uh, life to date, 101865247 um, available for allocation 52.3 million the april cool springs conference center reports um, we did have a profit of $109,510 also in your packet is the april privilege tax report um, collections for the month of April were $987,122. Also in your packet is a um, memo about the three-star program, which the county um, participates in. Um, if the clerk could please put in the minutes that a copy of the debt management policy was passed out to all the commission. And that's all of the, my reports, if you have any questions. Do we have any questions? Seeing none, thank you. Thank you. And next we have Director of Schools, Jason Golden. Thank you, Mr. Chair, and uh, thank you, Commission. I uh, did want to let you know that we have some end-of-the-year budget items as we are reconciling some of our some of our uh, um, portions of our budget that will that will be before you tonight. I wanted to point out one specific one, especially for those of you who are not on either the uh, budget committee or the education committee. There's a food service adjustment, a little bit over $3 million. I wanted you to know that that is a self-contained budget. We've talked for many years about self-contained budgets. Earlier this year, we actually had a resolution before you to approve funding the food service budget from our general budget temporarily uh, pending uh, 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 receipts for revenues from the U.S. Department of, of Agriculture, USDA. We ended up not having to use that fund. The, uh, the revenues caught up with expenditures for the food service uh, program and so it has continued to be a self-funding budget. The item on for tonight uh, it can be funded from increased revenues as well. Certainly open to any questions you may have about uh, anything before you tonight. Are there any questions? Seeing none, thank you, Jason. Right. Next we have Williamson Medical Center, Julie Miller. Good evening. Um, Phil is also at the hospital conference, so I'm here to give a short report, and uh, Mike Genesee is also with me to give the financial report, and we appreciate you giving us time um, to speak about the hospital. 
Um, for a COVID update, in the past week, our COVID inpatient, inpatient census peaked at seven and has been as low as one. So we continue to see um, some inpatients in the hospital, but it has not spiked like it did some months ago. So that is good news. Um, for a construction update, um, I wanted to tell you what's kind of been happening on our campus the past few months. Um, we've had new fencing, construction fencing, go up all along the south and north sides of the campus in May. On May 9th, we started redirecting adult ER patients to our temporary ER entrance. Um, we are going to be adding free valet service starting June 23rd at the emergency room entrance and patient registration entrance to help patients and visitors so they do not have to navigate the confusion of construction. On June 1, our employee entrance was closed and employees are being redirected to a temporary entrance. ED foundations and footings have started and the ambulance canopy foundations have started. What you will see in the next 30 days is a tower crane will be delivered and put into place in July for the West Tower expansion and steel will start going up for the ED expansion in July also. And if you don't have any questions for me, Mike will come up and give a financial report. Any questions? Thank you, Mike. Thank you, sir. Julie, thank you. You all have the financial packet in front of you. Um, as you can see, um, April was a little slow for us volume-wise. The first time since I've been here that, that the volumes have uh, subsided below their average, but I'm glad to say that in May, we've already closed May out. So May's numbers have come back up. So they've, they've rebounded. Um, you can see from our net revenue, we had $27 million in net revenue. OPEX of $26 million, um, some other operating revenue there, leaving a, a $2.2 million margin for us. Um, on top of uh, or over the uh, the budget of 536 um, from a cash standpoint I guess the thing talked about here is cash we just had some some non normal events that happened uh, and I talked about this last month I was here um, March had five weeks of collection so if you recall I said that March was really really strong the best month we ever had and it's going to impact April and that's what it did so um, th that, you know, the, the cash, one week of that cash that we collected in March really would have been in April in, in a normal month. Um, we had three payrolls and that was about another $5 million. Um, we had uh, some bond payments, we pay those bond payments twice a year. And um, we had our call pay that would do a physician call pay that we had to do a distribution on. That was almost a million dollars a year. So uh, those items right there were 14 million. You can see what the, the cash came down to $13 million. We have been funding the expansion project that Julie talked about through our normal cash. When we we have the cash in the in the bonds, we just have to move the money around. You guys move money from fund to fund, so we have to do that. Um, and then from a, a cash on hand, we ended up just under 200, and our debt coverage ratio is 2.64. So, any questions? Are there any questions? Seeing none, Mikey, sir. Thank you, sir. Are there any other departments wishing to make a report at this time? Not moving on with the agenda. Next, we have elections and appointments. Mr. Chair. Yes, sir. Before you move on, could, uh, could I have, I think the parks director's here. Could he talk about pickleball for just a minute? <laughs> Pickleball's fun. 
Click, click. I wish. Pickleball. Yes, Commissioner. Uh, just address some of those concerns because I'm, you're working in partnership with the city recreation departments. And what, what plans might there be in the works that you could announce or uh, how are you dealing? I know uh, it seemed like it was like 18, 24 months ago we had the weren't enough tennis courts. And now there's not enough pickleball courts. So what's, what's the status now? You know, the status is unchanged as, as far as pickleball courts go. Um, I do understand where they're coming from. You know, the demand for the courts uh, is, is quite extraordinary right now. I, I, Williamson County has set the pace for pickleball in Williamson County Parks in the county uh, without throwing some of our sister agencies, you know, under the bus. I would say that we are more than doing our share and you know unfortunately the issues are where we're playing indoors we're having to share the space with basketball volleyball for both youth and adult but we are painting uh, pickleball lines everywhere in regards to pickleball lines on tennis courts we can't paint lines on all the tennis courts for a couple of reasons. One, the high schools and TSSAA and any USTA, which is the governing body of tennis, when they have sanctioned events, those events cannot be sanctioned and are played on courts that have those additional lines. So if we started painting the lines on the uh, pickleball courts like that, then the high schools would have to have other places to play and would, we would not be able to host the three sanctioned tournament events that we have each year. So, Commissioner Webb, you know, as far as I know, we've, we don't have any additional courts coming online. Uh, I did have a meeting today with uh, City Manager Kirk Bedner and Brentwood to talk about uh, the potential with the uh, upcoming closing of the Maryland Farms Y. And we did mention pickleball courts in that conversation, but there's still a long way to go with that conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Any other questions? Thank you. Moving on to elections and appointments. Education Impact Fee Budget Task Force three-year term expiring in June of 25. Terms expiring. Beth Lothers, Jennifer Mason, Steve Smith, Paul Webb, and Matt Williams. Nominations, Judy Herbert, Jennifer Mason, Steve Smith, Paul Webb, and Matt Williams. We have the motion by Commissioner Tunnicliffe, the second by Commissioner Smith. Uh, any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. If you wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 18 yes, 2 abstain. They, they are uh, elected. Next, we have the Sports Authority, six-year term expiring in 6 of 28. Term expiring, John Schroeder at, Schroer and Sarah Hardy. Nominations were John Schroer and Sarah Hardy. We have the motion by Commissioner David Landrum, the second by Commissioner Steve Smith. Any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. If you wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. They are elected. 
Next, we have the Independent Audit Committee, three-year term expiring in six of 25. Term expiring is Carrie Perkinson, and nomination is Carrie Perkinson. The motion by Ricky Jones, the second by Commissioner Steve Smith. Any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Any wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Next, we have the three-year uh, Library Board of Trustees. No, Independent Audit Committee. Excuse me, I'm skipping one. No, you didn't. Oh, I did that one. Okay, I reckon. All right. Library Board of Trustees, three-year term expiring in six of 25. Term expiring, Paul Webb, Dennis Carruthers, and Rick Moody. Nominations are Paul Webb, Dennis Carruthers, and Rick Moody. We have the motion by Commissioner David Landrum, the second by Commissioner Ricky Jones. Any questions? Denise, I'm sorry. I'm trying to go too fast. So, so it's Denise Carruthers, excuse me. Okay. I was just looking, we're adding a position, you're going to do a separate We'll do those separate, yes. Okay. okay. Are there any questions, other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. In which you change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 19 yes, one abstain. They are elected. And last we have the uh, increased membership for the Library Board of Trustees. One year term expiring in seven of 23. The nomination is Terry Hood. And the two year term expiring in seven of 24. The nomination is Gerald Such. Succumption. thank you. The nomination by Commissioner Tonicliffe, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Question. Whoops. I didn't make a separate. I put them oh. on one. All right, well, so if they can voice since vote. we can voice vote this then. All, right, all in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay, they are elected. We talked about this morning, we talked about doing them separate so <laughs> at least I took it that way all right moving on with the agenda next we have the consent agenda we have a motion by Commissioner Tonicliffe the second by Commissioner Sturgeon uh, are there any questions on the consent agenda seeing none I assume you're ready to vote if you're in favor press your yes button opposed your no Mr. Beathard Anyone wants to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution, consent agenda is passed. Appropriations now. Resolution 6-21-1. Resolution appropriating $650,000 in the general purpose school fund budget from the current revenues for related trustees commission. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Chad Story. The school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is a fee paid to the trustee for tax collections. Are there any questions? <clears throat> Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. 
If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Commissioner Williams. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-2. Resolution to transfer funds to the Rural and General Debt Service Funds to pay principal and interest on energy system conservation debt. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. The school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Bethard. This is a payment for the energy savings infrastructure that was put in a few years back by train. Um, we continue to make these payments with the savings uh, that comes from the uh, utility costs that were improved, and this payment is made from those savings as well. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-3. Resolution requesting the Williamson County Board of County Commissioners approval of, a, of transfer for payroll deficiencies for substitutions. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. The school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. And this is money needed for extra substitute teachers, in particular what is known as super subs, which are more permanent uh, substitute positions. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-4. Resolution amending the 2021-22 general purpose school budget by $366,000 for additional fuel expenses. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. The school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Well, as we are all painfully aware, fuel costs continue to go up, and that goes for our school buses as well. Uh, so this is additional money needed to be added to the budget to cover those costs. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-5. Resolution appropriating $550,000 in the 2021-22 general purpose school operating budget for liability, workers' comp, and property insurance claims. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Herbert, the school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. This is extra money needed to cover the additional cost, increased cost of liability, workers' comp, and property insurance for our schools. 
Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, okay, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wants to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-6. Resolution amending the 2021-22 Central Cafeteria Fund budget by $3,067,500 for additional expenditures from, addition, from existing funds. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. School board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. As Superintendent Golden said previously, these are self-contained expenses and they're paid for completely by cafeteria revenue. Commissioner Lawrence. Yeah, I just had a question for Jason. A couple of questions, maybe. Um, so we, we've already received these funds from the federal government, correct? We're just moving them from one bucket to another, basically. Is that, that correct? Okay. All right, so the Biden administration has, uh, there's been some noise made about they may, that they're threatening to potentially cut off funding for school lunches if uh, schools don't comply with certain um, regulations regarding bathrooms and other things, and transgender bathrooms. So have you heard anything about that? And uh, is, there, is there anything potentially coming up in that regard, sir? link to an article to me uh, earlier today uh, we have gotten no indication of that from the USDA or the or the federal government the article you mentioned uh, referenced another entity that that spoke to that possibility uh, we do know that back in January um, the, the the president issued an order reconfirming a Supreme Court case that uh, that, that entities government entities can't discriminate on the basis of sex, including sexual uh, orientation, uh, and then issued an order that various departments submit to him plans to enforce that. Uh, we have heard nothing from the federal government or any entity indicating that that's part of their enforcement. Okay. Thank you, Jason. Yes, sir. Are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Brian? Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-7. Resolution amending the 2021-22 general purpose school budget by $275,000 for additional special, special education expense. The motion by Commissioner Bethard, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. The school board was 11-4-0 against. Education committee was 5-4-0 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. And this is for additional special education expenses, uh, mostly being legal expenses. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. 
Resolution 6-22-9, resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Health Department budget by $1,107.55, revenues to come from other state revenue. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Barb Sturgeon. Public Health Committee was 440 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is uh, state grant funds used to provide in particular car seats for injury prevention. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-10. Resolution accepting a donation from the Friends of WCAC for the purchase of a bench honoring Carib uh, Horlocker for her years of service and appropriating and amending the 2021-22 animal control budget by $1,250, revenues to come from donations. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Landrum. Uh, Public Health Committee was 440 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, as you mentioned, this is a donation from Friends of the Animal Shelter. Uh, in memory of uh, Carol Horlocker uh, to provide a memorial bench. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-11. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 property management budget by $20,000. Revenues to come from unappropriated county general fund balance. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. The budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, as was mentioned earlier, uh, the cost of gasoline continues to rise, so this is... Uh, Make it up for a shortfall in that line item in uh, property management. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-12. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 excess risk insurance in the county general fund totaling $389,709.61. Revenues come from insurance recoveries and unappropriated county general fund balance. The motion by Commissioner Smith, second by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Purchase and insurance committee was 440 against. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, we have some uh, insurance recoveries, and we also need to use some general fund money to uh, uh, replenish funds in the in the premium uh, payments for the various insurance policies. Are there any questions? 
Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-13. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a grant agreement with the State Division of Elections on behalf of the Williams County Election Commission and appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Election Commission budget by $550,000, $185, revenues to come from grant funds. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. The budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, this is state funds to reimburse us for the cost of uh, the election machines that we uh, moved to once we uh, were directed to get rid of the Dominion machines. Commissioner Lawrence. Uh, I was just going to ask Chad if he could give us an update on how the election went uh, with these new machines and what, he's, what his opinion is going forward of us continuing to use them. Mr. Chairman and members, Chad Gray, Administrator of Elections. Uh, Commissioner Lawrence and members, um, we feel like our May 3rd primary was a success. Uh, our implementation was only over a six-week period, and um, I think that's pretty remarkable. Um, so far, uh, we'll continue with this equipment through this calendar year, and uh, we'll go through a request for purchase process uh, at the end of the year to establish and select a permanent vendor for our voting equipment. Okay, and Chad, how, how is, is there a committee that's going to be formed to select that equipment, or does the election com commission do that? How does that process work? Normally, our five-member election commission will go through the RFP process. We'll work with, with Leslie and Nina on the specifics. Uh, there are certain criteria that we have to use in that, that process uh, when we select a vendor. It's not just based on finances either it has to do with several other variables as well okay and but we can only choose from certain systems that the state is already approved correct that is correct the state division of elections has a list of certified vendors of which we are entitled to choose from and and we cannot stray from that okay okay that's all my questions thank you Chad. commissioner sturgeon yeah, hey, Chad, while you're up here, can you let me know, I mean, I know that there was a challenge to one of the election districts. Can you give us a status update on that, please? Um, in the case of, Commissioner, in the case of primary elections, the challenge is sorted out by the political party's state executive committee, and uh, they convened last week and upheld the certified results for all of our candidates in the election. So... Uh, that was sorted out and had to be done so by last Friday uh, in order for us to move forward to the August 4th election. Okay. All right. Thank you, Chad. You're welcome. Anyone else? Are there any other questions? Thank you, Chad. Mm -hmm. Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no.
Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-14. Resolution requesting an intercategory budget adjustment within the 2021-22 Parks and Recreation budget of $60,000. Motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. Parks and Recreation Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Smith. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, when uh, earlier in the year, uh, in anticipation of uh, the Renaissance Festival, we appropriated funds for upfront uh, expenses, and this is basically just an accounting correction. Those funds were put in the wrong account and um, need to be put in the account to cover personnel overtime expenditures. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, whoops, we have a question. Commissioner Loggers, I'm sorry. Sorry, Mr. Chairman. I just wonder if we could get updated on the Renaissance Festival in terms of the financial. I've heard it was a success, but I've just. We have a resolution to that later on. That we'll address it at that, that time. Address, that yes. would be a better opportunity. Thank you so much, okay. Mr. Chairman. All right. Any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-15. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Parks and Recreation budget by $134,068.90, revenues to come from donations. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. The Parks and Recreation Committee was 540 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. <coughs> Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the Parks and Rec Department has received donations from uh, community youth associations, um, donation in support of the Performing Arts program and also from the Convention Visitors Bureau to support the Senior Olympics. And uh, this accounts for that revenue and, uh, and also the expenditures of those funds. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-16. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Highway Department budget and appropriating $119,654.53 for paving expense on Allison Arno Road Revenues to come from state aid program. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. The Highway Commission was 440 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this is reimbursement from the state aid road program for paving we did, as you mentioned, on Alisana Arno Road. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. 
Commissioner Lawrence. Any wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-17. Resolution accepting a donation from Dr. Jim and Mrs. Marcy Huffnager to the Williams County Sheriff's <coughs> Office and amending the 2021-22 Williams County Sheriff's Office budget by $20,000 revenues to come from donations. The motion by Commissioner Mason, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. Law Enforcement Committee was 540 against. Education Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Commissioner. This is a very generous donation by Dr. Jim and Marcy Huffnagel in the amount of $20,000 to the Williams County Sheriff's Department just to express their gratitude for the Sheriff's Department's assistance in an um, investigation involving them. And uh, I will make a correction. I said Education Committee, and it is Budget Committee, but it was 540 against. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-18. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 County Commission tax relief budget by $20,000. Revenues to come from unappropriated county general funds. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. The budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, the various tax relief programs that we provide for in the county um, have to be funded in the budget uh, and this year we had a little more participation than we anticipated when we prepared the budget so we need to add to those accounts by twenty thousand dollars are there any questions seeing none i assume you're ready to vote if you're in favor press your yes button opposed your no Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-19. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Trustees Commission in, in the respective operating fund revenues to come from fund balance for each respective fund. The motion by Commissioner Smith, second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The trustees commission is set by the state. Uh, the more taxes collected, the more commission paid. And these, uh, uh, these expenditures for the trustees commission on the various county general fund, solid waste fund, highway fund, and general debt service fund uh, recognize that. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. 
Resolution 6-22-20. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Capital Projects Fund budget by $37,000 for trustees commission revenues to come from reserve balance. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Barb Sturgeon. The budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, same explanation, different funds. Um, you see the uh, privilege tax, the education impact fee uh, fund, among others. So we're just uh, uh, paying that commission. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-21. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Capital Projects Fund budget of $140,000 for the pro rata distribution revenues to come from privilege tax. The motion by Commissioner Steve Smith, the second by Commissioner Tom Tonicliffe. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this is the privilege tax that uh, uh, that we, the proportion that we owe the cities who participated in the program as well as the FSSD. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. You're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-22. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 General Debt Service Fund by $1,537,445 for the interest payments, revenues to come from undesignated fund balance. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. <coughs> Explanation, please. The, this is interest on new bonds issued within the last year. The interest payment is due six months after issuance. Uh, so this is, is making arrangements to pay that interest. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. All in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-23. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 county clerk's budget by $8,500. Revenues to come from reserve account and unappropriated county general fund balance. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, the clerk's office needed uh, some additional office equipment uh, which can be paid out of the reserve that they accumulate for uh, uh, filing fees and, and those sorts of things. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. 
If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-24. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 medical examiner's budget by $31,025. Revenues come from unappropriated county general funds. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Sturgeon. The budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Every year we, uh, uh, we prepare a budget for the coroner's office. Uh, or actually the uh, uh, yeah the coroner's office to do um, autopsies and we usually at the end of the year have to adjust the amount based on the number of deaths we we expect to have at the uh, end of the year so that's what this is Mr. Sturgeon Hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, the question is, is this increase in autopsies or deaths um, similar across the state is the question that was posed to me. Do we know? Or is this just a Williamson County thing? I, I don't know. We can try to who, get that yeah, answer. Who would, who would have the answer to that? You know? Examiner's office would know, but I don't know that if they have the same individual assigned to other counties as we have, but mm -hmm. we can check. <coughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Commissioner uh, Lothers. Clarification the Public Health Committee voted four in favor, zero opposed. Thank you. I didn't have that vote. Uh, Commissioner Story. Okay. <laughs> Are there any other questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-25. Resolution of the Williams County Board of Commissioners of Williamson County appropriating $7 million to the Williams County Insurance Fund to cover costs occurred because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Revenues come from American Rescue Plan Act funds. The motion by Commissioner Rainey, the second by Commissioner Herbert. Purchasing an insurance committee was 540 against. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, we're allowed to uh, receive compensation from the American Rescue Plan funds for uh, expenses related to health care for county employees due to COVID. And uh, this is uh, making those funds available. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. <clears throat> Record the vote, please. 
20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Late filed resolution number 6-22-37. Resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 Parks and Recreation budget by $412,403.25 revenues to come from Parks and Recreation attendance fees. The motion by Commissioner Megan Guffey, the second by Commissioner Herbert. Parks and Recreation was 540 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. And before we get to the explanation, I think I'll ask Gordon to come up to make the report on the how the Renaissance Fair went. And then, yeah, before we, yeah, that's because it pertains to this. This is for Commissioner Lawler's questions. So. Mr. Chairman, before I do that, I'd like to introduce someone that was a big part of this. This is Laura Kate Hughes. Laura Kate is our employee that we hired back uh, first part of the year to be our special events manager. And if you don't mind, you can just stay right up here with me while we uh, knock this out real quick. But Laura Kate did an outstanding job this year. So I'll be glad to answer any questions as it relates to the uh, Renaissance Festival and Laura Kate can help me get to the bottom of it if I'm not really sure. So let's, who's first? The, the, the question we had earlier was on how it went, what the gross revenues, I guess, were a report on, on the actual. So I'll be glad to make a report on that. The, I'll just kind of highlight this, this budget here real quick. The gross ticket sales were $1,650,904. And that represents a attendance figure of 72,340 attendees. We also collected $149,185 in vendor booth fees. These are for the vendors that were selling items throughout the festival grounds. That brings our gross uh, revenue for the event at $1,800,089. Our expenses are twofold. Uh, the first thing I'd like to mention is the $412,403.25 that's paid to the Freemans. Mike and Jackie Freeman, just so we can uh, dot our I's and cross our T's here. They are the uh, festival founders. Uh, they had run this event for 35 years prior to turning it over to us this year for year 36. In the previous 35 years, they've had uh, uh, a lot of successful events, but this year's attendance record and ticket sales was the uh, best it's ever uh, ever had, uh, you know, during the 35 previous years. The $412,403.25 represents two payments, 10% of the uh, gross ticket sales for a naming rights fee for us to be able to use the likeness of the uh, castle and to continue to use the Tennessee Renaissance Festival. The other 15% is for the consultation fee uh, that they provide, uh, which was very essential in year one. They assisted Laura Kate with the uh, experience of 35 previous successful years. 
so that we'd be able to have these outstanding relationships with all the vendors and the actors and everybody else who makes this uh, such a unique event. We also uh, received funding prior to the event from you, County Commission, totaling $677,650. This was the startup money that was necessary for us to be able to get things rolling uh, with the expenses necessary to, to get an event like this started. We did not begin our budget year with this. If you'll remember, you approved this transaction back in December of 21, and it actually wasn't closed with the uh, attorneys until December 31st, New Year's Eve, that same year. Of the $677,650, we spent $458,518.40. So we did not spend the entire amount. And as you guys know, we try very hard to uh, never go over our budgets and we try to not only stay within them but be as cost effective as we can in the way that we you know conduct our business i'm very pleased with the administration of this uh startup money and uh there was still you know money left over that uh, will go back into the general fund if you subtract the four hundred twelve thousand dollars in four four twelve four oh three twenty five and the uh, 458, 51840 from the uh, the ticket sales. Our net for the event is. Get my glasses here. 800. Uh, no, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. Is 929,127 dollars and 35 cents. So we're basically just 70 thousand dollars short of a million dollars for year one. So I would consider that to be an extremely successful year one. Uh, we did have nine days of glorious weather. And uh, Lark, Kate, would you like to add anything to that? I think it was a wonderful first year and it, we will just continue to get better from now on. So hopefully we'll continue to see everybody and uh, continue to provide this great service, not only for our community, but for Middle Tennessee and for the people who travel nationally to come to this event. I'd be glad to answer any other questions. Are there any questions, Commissioner Lothers? Yes, thank you, Mr. Chairman. I just wanted to commend you on a job well done. I was out of the country when that occurred, and there's been so many things on social media. It's shocking that not everything's true on social media, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, I was just, I was just uh, so reader happy. beware. I was so happy to hear the facts tonight and of the success of all your team. Thank you very much. I would like to share that uh, before the week is out, you will receive uh, a highlight video that we put together just for this particular event. So for those of you who missed it, uh, hopefully after you see it this year, you will be excited about joining us next year. And uh, we look forward to it. All right, are there any questions? Back to this resolution. That was a thank you for your explanation on that. That covered this resolution plus up. You're welcome, Mr. Commissioner, Mr. Are, Chairman. Are there any questions? <coughs> Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. 
late filed resolution 6-22-38 resolution appropriating and amending the 2021-22 parks and recreation department budget by $25,000 revenues to come from participant fees a motion by Commissioner Smith the second by Commissioner Megan Guffey parks and recreation was 540 against budget committee was 540 against explanation please uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, these are, are fees for participants and rentals at the Performing Arts Center. Um, Gordon has given me a little bit of rundown for this year for the Academy Park, the Enrichment Center, and the Performance Arts Center. Uh, those facilities have, uh, have generated over half a million dollars in revenue. So this is part of that. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-26. Resolution extending, <coughs> extending certain personnel, temporary personnel policies necessitated, necessitated by COVID-19. The motion by Steve Smith, the second by Commissioner Aaron Nations. Purchasing an insurance committee was 540 against. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, we approved these changes in policy uh, sometime back because the uh, the effects of the pandemic for our employees uh, we're still seeing some effect uh, as you heard in the hospital report uh, they're seeing some effect but uh, uh, this will extend these policies for another year are there any questions seeing none i assume you're ready to vote if you're in favor press your yes button opposed your no Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this. Whoops, Commissioner Webb. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6 22 27. Resolution accepting a donation of a shed for a new animal control and adoption center from Friends of Williamson County Animal Center. The motion by Commissioner Lothers, the second by Commissioner Story. The property committee was 440 against. Public health committee was 440 against, I believe. And budget committee was 540 against. Uh, explanation, please, Mr. Rainey. Mr. Chairman, this was a generous gift of a storage area, 12 by 24, 28, to store extra gifts of feed. Uh, Front that have been donated by the community to make it easier to get into there without having to go through the entire new facility. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-28.
Resolution to increase the threshold over which public advertising and sealed competitive bids are required for purchases that exceed $50,000. The motion by Commissioner Steve Smith, the second by Commissioner Megan Guffey. The Purchasing Insurance Committee was 440 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please. Recently, the state changed the purchasing requirements uh, for certain uh, counties, which we qualify for because of our uh, uh, population and having a purchasing manager and a, and a process for handling purchases. You can see the change in, uh, in the thresholds that will streamline our purchasing process. Uh, Anything over 50000 will now require sealed bids. Purchases that exceed 20000 uh, or less than uh, 50000 can be purchased with uh, written quotes and purchases of uh, smaller items uh, will, uh, will not require written quotes. So. I would ask for your approval. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-29. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to enter into a long-term site lease agreement with the First, First United Methodist Church of Franklin, Incorporated. The motion by Commissioner Jennifer Mason, the second by Commissioner Megan Guffey. The property committee was 440 against. Law enforcement and public safety was 540 against. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Mason. Thank you, Chairman. This allows for the mayor to enter into a lease agreement for property owned by the First United Methodist Church for us to build a station out there for emergency response needs. Are there any questions? Seeing none, uh, Commissioner Williams. If I could have Bill come up. I had this question at committee and uh, you weren't available. Um, can you can you just speak to the the pros of this location for an EMS fire station? Because the question I had in committee was it, it's within the city limits, and it seems like there's a little bit of a duplication of coverage with the city, but not looking at a GIS map. What areas is it addressing in the unincorporated county that makes this an ideal location? That's a great question, uh, Commissioner. And if it's okay, uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to ask, um, um, request that the, and I'll answer that for you, but I'd like to request the EMS director and representatives from Franklin First also come up, if that's okay. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. And that'd be uh, Brian Brooks, Vanna Wilson, and Michael Wallace's uh, EMS director. But as far as EMS is concerned, EMS provides services throughout Williamson County even inside the cities so we have there's multiple stations inside the city and it's not duplicating services uh, as far as the unincorporated areas um, 
right across the street is outside the city limits of Franklin and our intent is also to put a 2,000 gallon water tanker uh, in that facility to provide fire protection to the rural, the, out, the areas outside um, the city of Franklin. Um, particularly this, uh, the closest EMS unit and uh, Michael can correct me if I'm wrong, is coming from uh, Downs Boulevard, closest 24-hour unit, and that is approximately a seven-minute response time to that area around uh, Franklin First United Methodist Church, and that'll reduce response times uh, throughout, and actually throughout the entire county. Anytime you add an EMS unit, uh, because EMS operates as a system across the entire county, anytime you add an EMS unit anywhere, uh, to the system, it reduces response times throughout the entire county. Um, and they are seeing increase in capacity. But I thank you for that question because it also gave me an opportunity to talk about the most important thing here, and that is the partnership with Franklin First United Methodist Church. And I would ask either uh, Vanna or Brian to talk about that partnership if that's okay. Go ahead. Thank you, Bill. Um, we had an experience during COVID where we had uh, two opportunities for when our building was not being used except when we were live streaming services on Sunday morning, uh, 30 days to house, to house an EMS uh, unit, a 12-hour unit uh, that just needed a place while there was some renovations on their station. They were there for 30 days, and I think that's when uh, the current director of EMS, Alan Lovett, and Bill and uh, Todd Horton began to notice response times were decreased greatly uh, while they were there. And it kind of began a conversation. And then later, uh, we had the opportunity to house the City of Franklin Fire Department. Uh, they had a 24-hour crew there for about seven or eight months with us. And uh, just as conversations continued, um, then Bill and Alan and Todd and I and uh, Pastor Brian, our senior pastor, we just began to talk about what would it mean for the community if response times could be reduced. And uh, for us, um, just as those conversations continued, it just seemed like this was an amazing collaboration and a partnership where we could share a little bit of what we've been blessed to have and it would really make a difference. And one of the things that was very important to us is that this is a service that serves every person that walks into Williamson County. It doesn't matter what their education is. It doesn't matter what their status is. It doesn't matter if they're a stranger to us or someone that's been here for generations and generations. It helps all of us, and it's just one way uh, that we are able to say we are here to serve the community, just like the EMS department is and the fire department is, like you all are. And for us, uh, one of the things that Pastor Brian uh, often says is, you know, we would love for this little corner of Williamson County to look more like the kingdom of God. And what we believe the kingdom of God looks like is when someone calls for help, for 911 medical assistance that there is someone that comes and they are qualified and they are prepared to take care of them and we have the opportunity to make that happen a little bit faster. So if you've ever had someone that you love or someone that you've had to watch call 911 and need a medical response to be able to see those people show up 
and provide whatever it is you need and get you to a safe place is, uh, we think, a gift of God. So uh, we are very, very grateful for the opportunity that this could happen. Uh, we're especially grateful uh, for the relationship and that, you know, for all of our community to be able to see us all doing something together for the good of the whole, um, not for any other reason. Um, but we hope that it would be a blessing in the community. And uh, I don't know if you all have had an opportunity to meet our senior pastor, Brian Brooks, uh, but he is a delight to work with and has learned a lot about us in Williamson County through this process and these conversations. Thank you for the time. And uh, the EMS director has uh, specific um, data that he can share if you if you need that information. He's prepared to share some information on that. Also, I would say um, that I don't know if I'll be here, but in 2062 is when this would come up again. <laughs> and for the long-term lease is for 30 years plus 10 years, so 40 years. Uh, and I'm sure some of y'all will be here but, uh, to deal with that. So. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll just share with you real quickly uh, to add a, a little emphasis. Um, it's very unique to see that uh, back in 2019, we responded to um, almost 12,000 medical responses, 11,778 11, to be exact. In 2020, that number jumped to 17,821. That's a 50, 51% increase. In 2021, we responded to 20,561 calls, another 15% increase. And, and this year, we're already tracking for an additional increase. We're, we're probably going probably gonna to hit about 22,500 over, um, over the next 12 months or so. But, but back to the original 2019 data, we, we specifically broke that down and looked at this particular location at the at the church on Mac Hatcher and within that within that perimeter 36% of the calls that that we responded to in that in 2019 were within 3 miles of that location that's pretty impressive um, actually 46% of the calls were within 4 miles and 51% of all of the EMS calls that we made in the entire county were within five miles of Franklin United Methodist Church. So it's a wonderful strategic location. As Bill said, um, certainly anytime we add uh, an ambulance to the system, we always look at the, the geographic needs of the entire community. Uh, a, heavy, a heavy amount of the volume is certainly in the kind of the call volume corridor that we refer to which kind of starts up in the Brentwood area and follows down through Franklin and all the way down to Spring Hill now and certainly in the other uh, east and the west of the county as well uh, but this is a wonderful strategic location and it will actually help us to reduce response times throughout the entire community as we we move our our units through, throughout the day kind of dynamically as the system needs uh, I would entertain any other questions that you might have if it would be helpful are there any questions Seeing none, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you to First United Methodist for your participation and offerings. Are there any other questions at this time?
Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Would you like to voice, voice vote? Mr. Williams, is a yes. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, 0 no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-30. Resolution authorizing the Wins County Mayor to sign a contract with the State of Tennessee Department of Children's Services for the provision of juvenile detention services. Motion by Commissioner Mason, the second by Commissioner Smith. Law enforcement public safety was 540 against. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Mr. Mason. Thank you, Chairman. This is a contract with the Department of Children's Services and our juvenile court facility to allow us to house children for the Department of Children's Services and be reimbursed at the rate of $139 per child per day. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, 0 no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-31. Resolution authorizing the county clerk on behalf of Williamson County to enter into a contract with Benjamin Weigel, attorney of Westcott Law, PLLC for the collection of delinquent privilege taxes. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tonicliffe. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Smith. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this gentleman has been collecting delinquent taxes on our behalf for some time. He was doing it with a firm that has dissolved, and he has now set up his own firm. And uh, he, we're we're very happy with the results that he's uh, produced. He knows what he's doing, and uh, we want to continue to work with him. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. <coughs> Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, 0 no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-32. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to enter into a lease agreement with primary with with Premier Marketing Incorporated. The motion, Commissioner Rainey, you want to make the motion? Push your motion button. The second by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Property committee was 440 against. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please, Commissioner Rainey. This is a firm that's been, been working with the county that just wants to continue. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Opposed, your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, 0 no. Resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-33. 
a resolution setting the Williams County Hotel Motel tax rate for the 2022-23 fiscal year. A motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Tunnicliffe. Budget committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, we're authorized to uh, charge a hotel motel tax of not to exceed 4%. We are at 4%, but each year we are asked to reaffirm that, and, and that's what we're doing here. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-34. Resolution authorizing the Williams County Mayor to execute a local agency project agreement with the State of Tennessee Department of Transportation concerning a federal grant project for the provision of regional van pooling services. The motion by Commissioner Steve Smith, the second by Commissioner Aaron Nations. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, this is a federal through state grant funding for the TMA group to provide uh, uh, van pooling uh, to hopefully eliminate uh, a lot of single family uh, or single vehicle commuters. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wish to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. The resolution passes. Resolution 6-22-35. Resolution to request the Tennessee Department of Transportation to reduce the speed limit along a portion of State Route 252, Wilson Pike in Williamson County. The motion by Commissioner Chad Story, the second by Commissioner Greg Lawrence. Budget committee was 5-4-0 against. Explanation, please. Uh, yes, uh, you know, as most every other road in Williamson County, um, as, uh, as traffic grows, so does traffic problems. And we were, uh, a couple folks from in the area asked us if we would drop the speed limit to help with the fact that a lot of the, uh, once you get closer to 96, uh, there's a lot of short driveways, uh, Osborne and, and uh, Maple Lane are, are a couple of intersections that are within a quarter mile of 96. So dropping the speed limit or requesting the state of Tennessee to drop the speed limit will help with safety concerns in the area. And I can do a little dance if you need to yep. take some time. Give me, give me two or three minutes. My battery's dying. So. <laughs> Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button. Oppose your no. Hmm? <laughs> now we did it. <laughs> you can vote me a yes. Okay. While I try to get this back up. Here we go. Record, anyone change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Give me 
The resolution passes. Give me a second to reboot and now it's giving me the vote. So Okay. Next we have resolution 6-22-35. Resolution to request the Tennessee Department of Transportation. That's the one we just did. I didn't turn it over. Too busy trying to plug up. Can it? Okay. All right. Resolution 6-22-36. Resolution adopting the consultant selection policy for the projects funded with funds provided by the Federal Highway Administration or the Tennessee Department of Transportation. The motion by Commissioner Smith, the second by Commissioner Barb Sturgeon. The Highway Commission was 440 against. Budget Committee was 540 against. Explanation, please, Steve. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, we're, uh, we're working on secured, securing a federal grant through TDOT for a project on uh, uh, Hillsborough Road, upgraded signalization and signage and a crosswalk, various things. And a condition of applying for the grant is that uh, you have to agree to their parameters for selecting consultants. Otherwise, you don't get the grant. So we are accepting their requirements on uh, approving consultants. Are there any questions? Seeing none, I assume you're ready to vote. If you're in favor, press your yes button, opposed your no. Anyone wishing to change your vote, do so at this time. Record the vote, please. 20 yes, zero no. Resolution passes. That concludes our agenda. Again, I'm going to do the reminders. Tomorrow at 530, we have a public hearing on the budget. It'll be in this room. Yes, sir. It was the consent. Sorry. It's on the consent agenda. <laughs> and again, on the, we will have another commission meeting in June. This will be on the Monday night, the 27th of June. We will have dinner at the Academy Park, at the, uh, at the gym on Academy Park, where we'll have our annual picture. And then we will adjourn and come over here at 7 o'clock for the budget. Yeah, yeah. So it was originally going to be at the Ag Expo uh, Center, but it's been changed to the Academy Park Gymnasium. There was some concern about you all getting back in time. So, again, the, the original was at the Ag Park. It has been moved to Academy Park. And took uh, it'll be at the gymnasium at Academy Park. That'll be at 5 o'clock. We will do our picture first, then have our meal. Then we will adjourn and come back over here for the commission meeting at 7. And then our July commission meeting on July 11th will be at 7 p.m. It will not be the regular day meeting. And we will handle all of the items that we normally handle after the budget on the our meeting. Are there any questions on any of that? Yes, sir. 
There's a parking lot right across from the gym. So don't park behind the library. You'll have to walk all the way down there. So use the parking lot that's right across from the gym. Right. Used to be the football practice field. <laughs> I practiced there. <laughs> Again, did y'all catch that? There is a parking lot across from the gym on Academy Park. On Everbright, and that's where we will park. We will not park by the library. Uh, are there any other questions? Second. We are adjourned. If you want it, if you've signed it because you want a book, bring it.